Welcome to a bit of Sweet Entertainment video game podcast. Today we're going to be talking about some games in 2022. Listen, guys, this isn't our main thing, right? Like, you'd be surprised, but we actually enjoy video games without the purpose of having to review them. Basically, yeah. Like, I played a lot of video games last year. I yeah. just didn't necessarily play a lot of 2022 video games last year. Right. Also, same. Like, uh, I've I, been enjoying a lot of other things. I caught up on a lot of things. Yeah. I played Deathloop. It was good. <laughs> I played Hades. It, it was, was good. good. Um, I There was a third thing I played that I now can't remember. But yeah, I, I, I got to a lot of games that I hadn't previously got around to playing. Mm. As opposed to playing new games. I think 2023 will be different mm. just from the sheer amount of shit that's coming out this year. So that like, I feel like we might have slightly more substantive lists next year. Yeah. But we both have a top five at least. Yeah. I mean, top is a is a strange word i played five games <laughs> we here are five games that we enjoyed there you go that's there probably a better go. way of saying it so compared to a two and a half hour film one this might be a little on the shorter this side this is going to be a lean beast uh because here is a not incomplete but pretty comprehensive list of the video games that we did not get around to no. in 2022 Elden Ring, Persona 5 Royal, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course. I'll start that again. I'm just going to cut this back in. Elden Ring, Persona 5 Royal, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, Rogue Legacy 2, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Tunic, Gran Turismo 7, Return to Monkey Island, Oli Oli World, The Plague's Tale Requiem, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Multiverses, The King of Fighters 15, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Cowabunga Collection, Need for Speed Unbound, WWE 2K2022, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, Overwatch 2, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, Ghostwire Tokyo, Rainbow Six Extraction, Sonic Frontiers, The Callisto Protocol, Biomutants, Ghostbusters, The Spirits Unleashed, Gotham Knights, Goat Simulator 3, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, Saints Row, yes, just Saints Row, Bayonetta 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Splatoon 3, and Project, no, not just Project, Triangle Strategy. You unbelievable son of a bitch. <laughs> you haven't played Elden Ring. I haven't. And that's what won you the fucking draft. Sure is. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I actually get... Um... I hadn't even realised that <laughs> until right now. The anger's so real. Um, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I tend to get the... Um, you from software ratchety get... <laughs> bitch. <laughs> you ratchet bitch. I get them when they're on offer because I don't... I'm not paying 50 quid for a game I'm shit at. Like, the last one of these games I was good at was Bloodborne, and I paid £15 for that. So, you know what? I haven't even played Sekiro. That's how much of a fucking fake gamer I am. So, you raggedy bitch. Fucking arrest me. I I didn't moneyball you. What did I do? You just beat me. I just beat you. You outmaneuvered me. <laughs> you picked me your heart, your brain, and not your heart. Like I fucking did. I Fuck w- you, Dominion. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. I, I launched it half an hour ago. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You Ozymandias me. I did Ozymandias you. Fuck's sake. So I did. I haven't played Elden Ring. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I've heard good things. I've heard very good things. It's from software, though, uh, and I don't buy their games day one. I've got way worse children's games to buy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Remember I, there was a theme. It was yeah, yeah, sure is. Sure is. Okay. Well, I don't know how you want to structure this, because there's... Uh, uh, let's just talk about some games that I, we've kind of tangentially experienced. This is a problem. 
I've only played five 2022 games. Right, okay. Unless, though, the Artful Escape in Dunes of it was that a 2022 game? I think that was a late 21 game. Oh, okay, that doesn't change the worst game of the year. Yeah, you hated that. I fucking hated that (laughs) game. On your recommendation, I played it, and I really fucking hated it. I really fucked you over this year, didn't I? You've known me a very long time. What about... Fucking <laughs> narcissistic indie game bellend who plays a guitar who thinks he wants to be some fucking you know uh, 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 he thinks he's like this fucking virtuoso guitar player. Yep. And it is the single most irritating game I think I've ever played. He's such an unbearable bastard that I like I, I just thought you'd like the music to be No honest. <laughs> I did so much. It was bad. It was bad. It was, you liked it. I quite liked it. Yeah, I it was quite all right. Ugh. Um, let's let's have a let's have a quick uh, post mortem for our first fallen soldier. By the way, because Google Stadia is dead. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Good. Uh, I got all my money back. <laughs> I have experienced Stadia at no cost to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like. Fair play to Google for having a go, I guess. Yep. But they've literally never done anything successful own brand other than Google. I mean, I guess Gmail, mm. fair, and the maps are good. Mm. Everything else good about Google, they brought. Yep. YouTube. Yep. Pr- you know, chief among which. Like, every time they've tried to do we're going to take on social media, no. We're going to take on fucking gaming, no. Like, fair play to be the first one tried cloud gaming. It probably will be a much bigger um, part of our gaming lives going forward. Mm. But it's not like it didn't even work, though. Like, mm. it, sometimes it didn't. Right. I was playing, they, they had a free weekend for Far Cry 6. Oh, there you go. I've played Far Cry there 6. There you go. Um, uh, it, it started out great. And then all of a sudden, there was like a two second delay between everything I did. But then, but then Cyberpunk played really well on it. Mm. And like smaller indie, I was playing some small indie games on there. So I played Fogs, which is like a you, it's a two player game where you play either end of basically cat dog if it was all dog. Oh, it's weird. Um, that ran really fine, obviously, because it's a really small Unity game. Right. So like the smaller games and Cyberpunk for some reason ran really well on Stadia. I didn't even dislike it. I thought it was a good service. The controller was nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the accessibility, because most people have either a Chromecast or a Google-enabled TV or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. like, accessibility-wise, like, shoot for the fucking moon. Mm. Unfortunately, they just didn't invest in it. They didn't promote it. They had shit third-party support, and now it's dead. And I've lost no money. I've been paid to have a Google Stadia fucking... <laughs> controller in my house so there you it's go. like but in no way shape or form was it a surprise when it happened no no we were like what no. oh my god I <laughs> no but day one we were like oh this is gonna fail within a year like, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah nobody's primary console was the google stadium like you know how most people like most people have either an xbox or a playstation their primary console and also have the nintendo one like it's either you have an xbox and a switch or a playstation and a switch yeah or you're me, and you've got all three, because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I know. Um, so, like, you, no one was going, I can't wait to play this on Google Stadia. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be your first choice for any third-party game. No. And they had no first-party games to speak of. No. All of their 
first party studios collapsed. Yeah. Like none of them produced any fucking video games. Their last big thing was like, but at least we've got Baldur's Gate 3 and then they fucking closed. So like Baldur's Gate 3 is still coming out, but not on Google Stadia. It's completely ridiculous. It's a it's a stupid situation. I don't even think it was a bad idea. I just think it was in, it was a good idea, incredibly poorly executed. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. R.I.P. in peace. Done. There we go. Yep. That's dead in like T minus one week. Thankfully, we have less to say about game this year because unlike last year, it didn't try and set itself on fire through horrible allegations. That's they true. were still there. Don't get me wrong, mm. but like it wasn't as uh, big as a uh, fucking dumpster fire as uh, last year was. No, which is nice. Wasn't. But on the same token. We didn't have an E3. It we looks didn't. like we're getting one this year. Yes. It looks like it's back. So happy fucking days. But there was no real big industry shifts this year. It felt like a pretty run-of-the-mill year. No new hardware. Um, they have released this you now 2023 stuff, admittedly, but uh, at the computer, um, like whatever the CES stands for, I can't remember. Uh, Consumer Electronics Show. That's it. Um, they showed off a new accessibility controller for the PlayStation 5 that is like hyper customization. It does look good. That Project Leonardo. That's the one. Yeah. Um, but there was no new big hardware news, um, no real big soft. Like, both of them released ridiculously expensive controllers that are like for fucking, you know, for 2014 year olds who play Overwatch 2. Yeah. Where you can like fine tune the fucking the movement on your. Sticks. Yeah. I was like, I don't need to spend two hundred fifty nah. quid on that, lads. But all right. Nah, we 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 all know how to find you the movement on our sticks. We throw them against the fucking there wall. There you go. That That's gets the job We've been done. doing that for years. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. No. This this felt like one of the years most affected by COVID, where like all the interesting stuff got pushed to next year. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and then confusingly, some good things still came out. It. Yeah. Like my. I think last year I had a top five, but like number five was like I played it. I guess that mm. gets it. I like all five of my top five, at least this year. That's nice. Yeah. But I, think, it, I really feel like next year is going to be the return to form for gaming in general. Yeah. The the, the interesting thing will be, because the big... If I had to say there was one big story this year, it mm. was uh, Xbox buying Activision. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah, still yeah. kind of rumbling on in the background. That We're still feeling the quakes of that. The whole yes. PlayStation are getting real fucking antsy about not having Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Because like, Fair. you you got to think about the transitionary people that swapped from PlayStation from Xbox to PlayStation around the time of PS4 and Xbox One, who are still here, who still have bought PS5s, and now their third party games are diminishing in essence. But Sony has so many studios, many of which have done shooting games. I feel like all it would take is for them to put the effort into replace Call of Duty. It's not like Call of Duty is this wonderfully creative fucking thing. It is a game engine more so than it is like a fucking, you know, creative vision. Mm. You just need to replicate that. And I don't feel like that's that hard to do. Like, you've got the Killzone people under contract. I mean, they're doing Horizon there, but, like, you can pull a few of them off, potentially make a new studio. This is like that. All you need to do is create an annualized first-person shooter game that everyone fucking likes. Do that, and we're happy days. We don't need to worry about Call of Duty. We've replaced it with something else. Nobody remembers Resistance Fall of Man. No. That's an IP that's going nowhere. I admit that getting the IP off the ground is hard, but it's not like Call of Duty, again, is this wonderfully creative world. It's li- like Call of Duty 4 is good because it just did, oh, should we just do like 
modern shooting? What a fucking concept. Hmm. And Activision has yet to come up with a better idea to the point where they've now remade modern Call Warfare. of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which wasn't really all that big a deal when it fucking came out. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? Like, COD is the big... COD 4 is the big one. Like, all Modern Warfares after that were very much diminishing returns. Hmm. So, I don't feel this that hard. But yeah, I can see why they're getting a little like... No, no, it's still coming. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be here soon. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. And and so, and so the idea that everything under Activision's belt is now going to be either an Xbox exclusive or timed to other consoles or will eventually be phased out on other consoles. Yeah. It's worrying in much the same way the Bethesda one was because, you know, Starfall is coming this year, 2023. Yes. But will not feature on any console other than Xbox. It will feature on PC, but won't feature on Xbox. And that's the first big Bethesda RPG not to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, COD, sure, fine, okay. There's bigger fish to fry. There is bigger fish to fry. It's a bit of a desperation move, admittedly, because can you name one Xbox first gen- first party game that came out this year that was a big deal? Oh, oh God, that's a point. I God, couldn't even do it last point. year. Like I was what? about to say, Forza or Halo, and both of those were last year. Exactly that. And, you know, I mean, Forza's great. Forza, Forza uh, Horizon 5 is fantastic. I'm not, saying, I'm not denying they're not good games. I'm just saying, like, Microsoft needed exclusives because fucking Sony's been killing it on that alone. Mm. We're going to talk about two of them. Oh, yeah. So, there we are. Are we ready, Bagel? Are we ready? Is there anything, any other big uh, news stories we want to talk about from this year? I mean... Just just as a point of, oh, oh, the Bayonetta 3 scandal. That was fun. There was a Bayonetta 3 scandal. Do you not know about this? No. Okay. So, the obviously, you know what Bayonetta is. I'm aware of Bayonetta is. Nintendo's keeping it on live support. Everyone knows what Bayonetta is. Right. Um, the lead voice actress for Bayonetta mm-hmm. took to Twitter to go, I've been offered £4,000 flat to come back for Bayonetta 3, so I'm not coming back. Everybody boycott the game. Uh-huh. Uh, turns out that was false. She was offered £4,000 per recording session yeah. to come back for Bayonetta 3. And it was not a case of, here's your money, take it or fuck off. It was, okay, well, if you can't, if you don't want to come back for that, that we can only pay you that much. Hmm. Can you come back and do a cameo and we'll still pay you the 4000 Yeah. And actually, yeah. the early offer was anywhere between the realms of twelve and five, uh, twelve and 15000 which is still a lot yeah, yeah. for like, a one like just a couple of recordings yeah yeah. um and it was a really ugly situation that really devolved and basically helena taylor has completely ruined her credibility and fucking career for a few dollars more so yeah so we've now got a new a new um voice actor playing well it's not new voice actor jennifer hale who has voiced a lot of fucking, say I've heard that name yeah i mean she was female commander shepherd in mass effect so like not unused unused to doing these roles is now the voice of Bayonetta. Right. Turns out Bayonetta three is an absolutely cracking game. Ah. Um but the voice actress was Oh, and she was encouraging people if they didn't want if they to boycott the game and to, to give their money to these charities that she mentioned. And one of them was a big um uh pro Trump anti abortion one. So that's fun. That's fun. It was like a church group that like they were ba- they were they weren't as extreme as like Westboro Baptist, right? But not but far off. Not far off. Right. So it turns out she's a right wing piece of shit, money grabbing asshole, and has completely ruined her career. So Helen Taylor is probably the biggest idiot of the year. Huh? 
Do you remember Wordle? <laughs> I I I remember Wordle. Wordle yes. was a thing this year. It's not really a game, but like I'm not gonna lie, I did get addicted to it in January. <laughs> Thankfully, I never downloaded it. Like my wife did, and I helped her a few times. But mm. like, it's one of those games. Like, surely someone invented this before, right? Yeah. And then you play it, and then go, well, that's pretty simple. And then you find out you sold it for like millions of pounds to the New York Times. Yeah. Fuck me, what am I doing? <laughs> like. I'm most actually. I'm the, looking the amount of excellent ideas that we put into the world for free. Right, we're the real idiots. I'm looking at herd mentality, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is a, basically a, a a kind of crystallized version of a game that I've been playing for years mm. that was brought to my attention by someone playing it on the World Poker Series, which was used to watch when I got back at two a.m. from the fucking cinema. <laughs> shit. Which, in our circle of friends, is called "What Does Jack Young Think?" <laughs> which is where you ask a question of how tall does Jack Young think the Eiffel Tower is. And you're not necessarily trying to get the correct answer of how tall it is. Yeah. It's how you're trying to guess what Jack Young thinks it is. Yeah. Which is essentially herd mentality. <laughs> so I'm annoyed that I've been talked out of even more money. I'm yep. not that I'm like, you know, you know, conspiracy theorist or anything, but everyone's stealing my ideas. <laughs> Government came and took my thoughts. They did. I just want some money. Um, uh, do you remember Babylon's Fall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the big AAA thing that disappeared in two weeks or something. Immediately, like less than that, like days, it fell apart. They had to shut it down. Square Enix really desperately wanted this to be their live service fucking cash God, They care. want anything to be a fucking live service cash care. It's not fucking Ugh, working. Yep. I avoided Gotham Knights this year for very well similar done. fucking reasons. Well done. I'm so fucking happy that I got to be so. Oh, quick update on something I did do this year. Yep. I've now officially played every Assassin's Creed game. I had previously done that because I hadn't played any of the Chronicles games. But oh, then the I 2D got, ones. I got the PlayStation Plus and they were all on there. So fuck me if I played all them and I played Freedom Cry and all the DLC games. The only one I haven't done is Assassin's Creed Liberation, which was a... PSP? Um, no, no. It's, oh, there is a PSP game I haven't played, which oh. got Altair in, but it's literally impossible to hold up. No, Liberation was a substantial DLC for Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, right, okay. Which is the worst Assassin's Creed game. And I cannot be fucked to finish it. <laughs> and I got it the week before God of War Ragnarok came out and I abandoned ship and I'm not going back to that. Nice. So there we are. Um, right. Uh, I went first in the uh, film one. Would you like to go first in the video game one? Why not? So, I mean, you can take this as a top five if you want yeah. to. You don't have By to. default. Um, I unfortunately start... It's, it's, it, now, I did play other games this year. Uh-huh. Um, I unfortunately start with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So do I. There we go. Yeah. Um, You heard it in the full episode that we did on this. The game ain't done. No. It ain't finished. It's got some excellent ideas. It has. It's got some terrible execution. It's getting to them that is a problem. My God. Something highlighted. So I went to Ted Reef and I took Hades and I took Pokemon fully intending to do a Nuzlocke in my second playthrough of the game, right? Before I left, the night before, I played oh, how through... How Nuzlocke, Scarlet and Violet? Uh, there's, people have figured it out. Okay. Nuzlocke is too big on YouTube for people have not figured out how to do it. But I went, God, can I not be fucked for the tutorial? So I played the two-hour tutorial for that game to get to the end of when you outside the school and it's like, now yeah. you can do stuff. Go, go and do things. Yeah. But... So I, I, I took um, uh, Fikoko. I caught a Lechonk as my first Pokemon. Then I came up against uh, Nemona outside the thing with her poor me that Terastalize. And 
nearly killed me. I was trying to do it under hardcore rules where you can't even heal during, you can't use potions and shit in battle. But you killed my Lechonk, and then I, I went, well, if I'm doing this properly, if I was about to die and I have to start again, and I am fucked if I'm doing this again. <laughs> so I basically healed for Craig Coco, got through the fight, and then said, right, I'm taking my Nuzlocke to have started after the two era tutorial. <laughs> and I've yet to go. I didn't play a minute of it on holiday. Mm. It's mainly because Hades was so much fun, but like, I've never had that with a Pokemon game where I'm not like a mean, oh, I want to go and try that again and catch all this new Pokemon. I just can't be fucked. It yeah. just hasn't. I clicked. I really wish I wanted to go back to it, and I haven't started playthrough two. Mm-mm. I will do it. Yeah, but I haven't started it. I might wait for Pokemon Home because it's going to be incredibly easy to speed run. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, like the, I'm. I'm only concerned about completing the Pokedex in my main um, playthrough. Yes, because I'm shiny hunting now. I'm now at the point where I'm doing seven star raids with my fully EV trained Pokemon. Yes, which is something I haven't really. Uh, dabbled in before but it no. turns out uh if you just make a certain kind of sandwich go and kill a fuck ton of chances you yeah. max out um and, and have the power band on or some shit like yeah, that. yeah. you max out attack and uh, attack and health and then you can go into raids and you're fine ah. so there you go right it's a fucking piece of piss now so that's good mm. um still not doing ivs because i can't be asked it's not it's made it it's made everything easier and everything far less interesting so yeah. like shiny's a fucking easy now yeah like i keep taunting you with all the chinese that i'm getting but i feel outside of i got my shiny low kicks I got, okay I got my yellow grasshopper boy happy boy who i who I, I love dearly yeah and then i've had others that i just simply do not care about no like they are not special in any way shape or form this is such an opposite problem, opposite problem, opposite experience of the other Pokemon game, which we'll get to. Oh, we'll get to. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it. Um, and yeah, I've I took it on holiday with me as well. And the other thing I did was the Cinderace seven star raid. Bought mm. it. Didn't even go back and farm it for the materials so that I can make more sparkly sandwiches. I just cannot I'm, be fucked for it. I think this is the quickest I've lost steam on post game. Hundred percent. 100%. Like, it just turns out that maybe the open world approach is a bit of an odd fit. We didn't know what we wanted. Mm. Like, it's lost some of its character. It's lost some of that, like, the, the other Pokemon game that did this year didn't have that problem. No. And initially, I was like, well, why isn't it full open world? But it turns out that might actually be a smart way to do it because mm. that feels a lot more of a lived-in, realistic and exciting visually world to be in mm. than Paldea does. Paldea is quite beige. Very fitting for Spain, which is largely just hot and beige. But, like, <laughs> I... Mm, yeah, so it, it's here as, like, the fifth best game, I guess. But, like, three clicks it does. It's still Pokemon. It's still fine. Hmm. But, oh, yeah, it's a bit worrying. Yeah. The, the ending of the story is great. Yes. Like, everything in Area Zero is... I am I, struggled to believe they did what they did. Yes. So, like, there is such a jump. Not oh, only yeah. of the shark, but of quality in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I just I super love the ending, but like it's the journey there was not as entertaining as I think it could absolutely be, fucking not, which is a shame. But there you go. Number four, Michael. Number four for me uh, was bear with me. I can't remember where I put this one. Oh yeah, it is high on life. I've seen this and I know it got good reviews. Yeah, it's it's funny. I mean, the uh-huh. thing is, if you don't like the Rick and Morty or Solar Opposites 
you put your hand I up. forgot this was the rocket, the, the Rick, Rick and Morty and adjacent yeah. thing, so yeah. fuck it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Fair <laughs> enough then. If you don't like that style of humor, you're not going to like this. That very kind of improvisational, absurdist humor. Yeah. I obviously like it, so I'm enjoying it. It's, you know what? It's one of those games that, like, I recognize that you could be playing far better shooters and far better comedy games. Apparently, the game Pentiment, which is on. Um, game pass right now is hysterical and fantastic it right. got 10 out of 10s across the board i really want to play it i wanted to play high on life because it was just fucking dumb i wanted some dumb fun over christmas right and i didn't regret it it's a lot of fun there's an interesting weapon variety obviously all the weapons talk to you mm-hmm. and don't shut the fuck up which is quite funny um it, it kind of depends because some are funnier than others mm. i think i mean the main pistol being voiced by Justin Roiland himself, who does the voices of both Rick and Morty. Right, okay. It leans more into the Morty voice than anything else. But, like, who super just doesn't want to fucking be there is quite funny. Right. Um, You get a knife early on in the game who is a complete sociopath, Uh just wants you to stab people. And they didn't really do enough with it. Right, So, like, it kind of felt like... Early on, they were like, yeah, let's take this joke to the absolute extremes it can be. And it's really funny all the time. And then you do get diminishing returns as it goes on. But the it's the situational jokes that make it funnier. Uh-huh. It's, like it's the people you go and find on these weird alien planets and the evolution. So, like, the funniest gags in it for me are the fact that they've licensed two full-length movies into the, into the game. You can stand there. First time you come back from beating the first boss, yeah. your alien mentor, who's like a quadriplegic, uh, ex-assassin right with uh three eye tentacles and one of them's gone black because he's bl- blinded in a fight right. and all this. Like, he is like moved into your house which has been pulled into space uh-huh. uh, and he's just like like squatting in your house and he's watching a movie called tammy and the t-rex on the tv which is a movie that a real movie mm. that stars paul walker confusingly where he is this woman's boyfriend he dies and he gets turned into a t-rex um, it makes no fucking sense. But like, I stood there for about twenty minutes. Just I didn't move the thing, and I was like, "They've put the entire film in here, and not even in bad." Like, you can hear it quite well. They, it was it was just a very unexpected joke to go. It's not so much the joke of look at this weird thing that we've referenced. It's no, no, we went to the effort to render the entire movie into the game and you can stand and watch this hour and 45 movie. That is a real movie. And then it it does, it finds another like B movie. I I can't remember the name of it. It's something like The Blood Call or something like that. Right. And you can pull in. So one of the mechanics is you put a cartridge into like this thing on your wrist. And if you want to get over a gap or whatever, you can pull in random bits from other planets. You can pull in a movie theater if you mm-hmm. buy the right card. And I'm like, well, fuck. Because, like, some, you, on one of the bits, you pull in, like, a section of a highway. And on that section of a highway, there's been a crash and these aliens are having an argument and it's funny. Fine. I did the movie theater one. I was like, fuck it. I'm going in. I went in. And you, there's a button prompt and you sit down. And it's Mystery Science Theater 3000. A full-length shitty B movie. <laughs> and it's the and it's the people from Red Letter Media. Oh. Who, who I love from YouTube. So uh-huh. like, I was like, the, the how, what, and why? The, the 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 that's that's what's good about it because the the, the humor comes at you in like really weird random spats, mm-hmm. but it is still Rick and Morty esque. 
So right. it's a hard recommend for you, <laughs> but I no. would recommend it for other people. <laughs> it seems like more, the majority of people do like Rick and Morty. It's mm. just I've never got it. Mm. And I really wanted to, but like, I just like, I get it slightly more than I did the Adventure Time hype. Mm. I'm like, no, this is like a TV show for five year olds. Mm. Like, what, what, what are you, what are we doing here, lads? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is, this is a children's show. Why are we so emotionally invested in these kids? Right? Yeah, oh, fucking no. Uh, tell you what, though, I, I would give give Solar Opposites a try. It's a lot more straightforward. It's, I, sti- it's okay. still got that level of humour. But it is a lot more straightforward. And the third season of it that came on this year yeah. is excellent. How is that already three series deep? Right, it's weird, isn't it? Where the fuck has that gone? I have no idea. Right, much more simpler times. One from the Michael playbook, one from mine. Wouldn't you know, it's Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker suck. Yeah, oh, it's great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's really good. Uh-huh. It's fucking long. <laughs> Oh, you didn't platinum the fucking no. Nope. Oh, I did. Jesus, <laughs> it's a but it's it's a long game. But that's only because I wanted to do a platinum. So that's not really the game's fault. That's mm. me. But like, it's hard to argue against this being the ultimate Star Wars game because mm. it's got everything, literally that has everything, ever been in Star Wars is in this game. Unless it was in the DLC, which I didn't buy. It was just all characters, wasn't it? It was all characters. I was like, you're not going to do like a Mando? Even if it was like a mission. Yeah, a Mando mission would have yeah, been great. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Because it's got all the mainline series, but then, yeah, they did a DLC that had the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Rogue One, Solo, etc. And I was just like, I'm good. Yeah, it is all things to all Lego and all things to all Star Wars. Like, it is such like a well-designed world. And like, as a reinvention of the Lego formula, which was starting to creak a little bit. Mm. It's a great blueprint to you now go forward and apply that to franchises of similar sizes and do. Yeah. There, there is literally nothing that you're missing out on. Whoever your favourite Star Wars character is, unless they're from a spin-off movie, which you've got to pay a little extra for them, they are in this movie, they have fun powers, they are good to use. Like, when I was doing the Platinum run and, like, going planet to planet to planet to planet, I was like, right, I'm going to do all the prequel planets in one go mm. and have a prequel team which was the best team, because it was Django <laughs> Fett, Grievous, and Maul. And I just got to run around as General Grievous, Merchant of Death. And it was amazing. <laughs> I then had like a thematically appropriate team for the Ridge Tridge, then an appropriately one for the new fucking generation. It's just so much like, it's not a deep game, it's a puddle. Yeah. Like, it is fucking shallow as shit. But It's just, do you want to do a jumping puzzle? Okay. It is. That's the, that's the level. Exactly. It is a Lego formula working at his absolute fucking peak. And I'm very excited. The rumour for what's next is both intriguing and a bit worrisome hmm. in that it will just be Lego Disney. Okay. Now, I've heard both Lego Disney and Lego Disney Mickey Mouse, hmm. the second of which I do not give a shit about. No. If it's Lego Disney, just think of all that fucking comprises now. Yeah. That is Disney by itself, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, The Simpsons, fucking everything like if ever there was a way to get the lego simpsons game i really want it's that you've got to think they must have been so mad they spunked lego dimensions a couple of years ago i think so um because that just never fucking worked but this is basically take two of that because like well this thing i i came i came convinced the only reason we'd never done lego simpsons which to me seems like the biggest slam dunk ever is because they don't have any current simpsons lego sets out Mm. and this is a marketing exercise 
Whereas Disney have everything. Yeah. So even if they don't have Simpsons sets ready to go, they've got everything else. They will else. make you pay, what is it, like £400 for a Death Star or whatever it is? Yes, they fucking will. Jesus so Christ. they'll get it back in eventually. So I think that sounds good. I think Lego Marvel doing that again, but having this approach to it would be fucking excellent. Mm. But, you know, we can have the X-Men back in it. This connect, You can basically go back through the back catalogue and redo all the Lego games, but just do them bigger and better like mm. this one did. So I'm excited for the future. Yeah. Uh, what are we on now? Uh, number three. three. Yeah. It's Stray. It's the game where you cat. Really? I, I liked it. Okay. I, I'm not sure whether this is for everybody. And I I appreciate that it was just, it was, everyone's been talking about getting the double A game back. Yeah. And this is the best candidate of that for me. It is, it is not a hard game. It is not a long game. It's about eight, nine hours. Right. Um, You may need to go back and replay chapters for total completion. I yes. think I need to do like a, there's one of the ones where it's like, go through this entire level in 30 seconds or mm. some shit like that. Um, I need to do stuff like that. Other than that, I'm very close to platinum in this game. Damn, well then. But I, I super enjoyed it as just a very charming story of, uh-huh. of just of these two characters, a little robot and a little cat, just being outcasts. And it, uh-huh. and it was a lot of fun and a lot interesting. And the when the, the levels open out, they're a lot of fun to kind of scale and walk about right the reason it's not higher is that sometimes the controls can kind of impede that fluidity right so like sometimes it's smooth as fuck and it feels good to just like scale things and just slink around mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's a very awkward button press to get you from did one the slinky to... shoulder move and everything That's yeah beautiful yeah I've, I, I've fully learned to cat i know <laughs> how to cat um and it's and it's fucking cute like it's, yeah, yeah it's just it's just a feel-good game one of the trophies is just watch the cat sleep for an hour. Like, I, I did it. Real time. I didn't sit there and go, hmm, this is interesting. Oh, okay. Because I had it on in the background, whilst I, mostly whilst I was watching. At that point, it would have been pre-release footage for Scarlet and Violet. Right, okay. But, like, whatever. It was. It's a lot of fun. It's the, it's the game that made me upgrade my PlayStation Plus. Mm. So it had pulling power for me because okay. I was just so intrigued to see what this was. What it was was incredibly charming. I haven't played a lot of games this year. Don't get me wrong. People are going to be like, you've got this, but not Elden Ring. Like, yeah, but but this one did it for me. It made me want to get to the end. It made me want to finish the story. So, yeah, I would hardly recommend it to anybody. Mm. Your level of enjoyment may not be as long as mine, but I'll be honest with you, a, a short buy-in of eight hours is yeah. not that bad. Okay, fair enough. Um Right, we're going to one. The last one I think that is on both of our lists, that being Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, I. You have it higher. I have it higher. Would so. you like to talk about it later? Yes, please. Okay, so I've got it in the bronze medal position, just because it compares so favourably to Scarlet, and it's such a weird situation that the proof of concept that they did ahead of Gen Nine has turned out a lot better. Mm. To the point where I'm, my wife has now started playing Scarlet and he's getting annoyed at some of the things she could do in Arceus that she now can't do. She was like, what do you mean I can't just throw a Pokeball at them in the mm. overworld? I was like, no, that, that's that's a Legends thing. It's not a normal thing. Like, I think that the way forward is maybe finding the, the happiest medium between the two. Because, mm. like, you do miss some of the... It's a much less tactical game at least when it comes to the battling because they've stripped out so many moves and the agile and the strong style stuff 
works in this situation, but it's not what I want to become the template, don't get me wrong. But it's a better story than Scarlet. It's a much more better realized world than Scarlet is. It Because the Pokemon can chase after you, and they don't really do that in Scarlet to, to the same extent, and I feel like when the sequel comes round and they can make them more interactive with each other and really feel like living animals, this might become the slightly superior series. Yeah. Like, there's very little they added that I'm like, well, that just plainly didn't work. Mm. Like, pretty much everything they tried, as experimental as it was, did fucking work. Yep. So fair play to the lads. I I, I really enjoyed it. It was a great way of... It does a much better job of revitalizing older Pokemon than Scarlet did. Mm. There's nothing on the level of a fucking Dudun's boss in this, <laughs> which still fucking annoys me to this day that that's what they did with Dun's boss. But there we go. Yeah, I it's it's a really fucking great new spin-off series. Even though they are treating it as a mainline game. They are. That's the confusing yeah. part about it. It's I not just... it's not that it goes Sword and Shield, Scarlet. He goes Sword and Shield, Legends Arceus, Scarlet and Violet. I'm so. really hoping it's not a one and done. I, I don't think it is. If they're, if they're giving it as much fucking reverence to make it a mainline game, mm. I don't think it is. I think we can now pretty comfortably expect another one. Now, the, 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 the natural route of progression seems to be whenever they do a remake one, they're now going to farm that out mm. to somebody else to do. And then they'll do this. So that means next up would be Unova, mm. which we've already pitched. And again, I think it sounds fucking mint yes. of doing the original dragon. Hell yeah. So I hope that's it. But if they're not going to stick to that schedule because they don't want to rush a black and white remake, because then they're getting far too close to the current in doing that, I could easily see him doing Kanto. Yeah. And it's the only way I'd ever want to revisit Kanto again. So it's the. It would then just essentially just be the game we pitched. It would be, and then we can sue. So, <laughs> happy days. Going to make some money off that shit. Hell yeah. Onto your silver medal. It's Sifu. Oh, I am annoyed I haven't played Sifu. I've got to be real, like, mate, if you don't like games that are fucking hard, don't uh, bother. Don't bother. Right. This is like, it's proper, it can be Dark Souls bad, Ugh. with just how badly it twats you over the fucking table sometimes. It's so fucking satisfying to get the rhythm right there. Yeah, yeah. I am still not done. I'm not at the final boss. Um, And the final boss is supposedly real fucking hard. I think I'm one away. This came out in February, didn't it? This came out in February. Did you start playing it in February? Um, I don't remember when I started playing it, actually. At some point. Right, okay. At some point. I don't think it was February, because I think I was still playing Legends Arceus. Right. But not long after... And it is fluid as fuck. It, it's as satisfying as you think it would be to play. The problem is, is that the difficulty spike is like, it, it's high because of how the risk reward mechanic works. Mm. Like you don't hit very hard when you're young, but you are far less fragile. Like you right. can take multiple hits in your twenties, right? But you don't punch as hard. Okay. Like you get up to your like seventies. And like you're fucking one hit KO anybody, mm. but you take a hit, you're donezo. Right. And like it's game over. So the problem is, is that 
say the problem the bit that makes it so rewarding and makes you want to replay there are five levels in it right they are fucking big levels uh-huh. they are long levels they are hard levels but the 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 genius of it is it makes you want to replay them so i got up to the third boss but it was in my 50s so like mm-hmm. i was being i was able to deal out some fucking damage but i would i would die and that would be it and it'd be game over and i'm right. like this is fucking shit. So it made me go back to the first level after I got my grips around it and just rinse the first boss in like, like maybe like one knockout. Yeah, yeah. So like I was probably 21, 22, and then do the, the second one. And when you go to the later levels, you find objects that find, get, find you different or easier paths to get to the boss in the earlier levels. Yeah. So it encourages exploration, even though it's only got five linear levels, mm-hmm. which is very good design. Mm. The combat's good. The buying system is interesting. I'm not sure I fully understand it. Your um, upgrades will go away if you die or if you go back to the start of a level. Um, but once you use them five times, they become permanent, which is right. a weird way of doing it, but mm-hmm. it does figure out. The weapon combat's incredibly satisfying, which is good because there's a lot of weapons in there. Right. A lot of improvised, improvised weapons as well. The design, very neon aesthetic in the club one, very kind of like washed out, um, stark aesthetics in the museum level, which yep. is really cool to go through. Um, I, ju- I just think it's fantastic. I just think it's so, it's so well done because it's just a game. They just go, your master got killed. It was that prick that did it. Go and fucking get him. Yeah, yeah. And just then, it doesn't rake you over the coal. It's not, it's not bloodborne sadistic. But it will challenge you. It's like you are gonna get this combo right, or we are going to punish you. You mm-hmm. are gonna realize who, what, you know, what music you need against certain enemy types, or what ranges to use specifically. Right. Or you are gonna get punished. And it doesn't. And this is why it isn't number one because it, it isn't perfect. Mm. There are still those little. Sometimes it will just throw an enemy at you that is completely unfair and is meant to be a right. dickhead fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, no matter how many times I go through and I learn that pattern, the dickhead's still going to get me. It's annoying because I'm going to lose health and I can only regenerate health at so many points. And it's really annoying. Right. And ultimately, is the uh, is the difficulty and impedance to the enjoyment. Yeah. And the longer it goes on, because of that stacking effect, mm. sometimes it can be. Because you're like, I want a good shot at the last boss, but I am in my 40s. Yeah. And I am, I'm going to take a good number of hits learning all the patterns and then i'm gonna have to still go back and play levels two three and four to come back in my 30s so that i know i can definitely beat him the next run so it's hard and and then and then there's the secret ending so i said so you go through there are four people and the dude who killed your master and you have the option to no this is spoilers so i am sorry you have the option when going back to just not press the button to kill them right it's not a save spare it's it'll give you the prompt hmm. and then you just do nothing you just do nothing right so it's that thing of like i like that it's it's not a press x for one ending press circle for two ending it's, yeah, not, yeah. it's not that but and this is and 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 kind of one of the reasons why it got me so hyped and why it ended up at number two is because like it got my blood boiling so when I did beat them, I did want to fucking kill them. So I did get the bad ending. Like, I, I'm destined for the bad ending. Right, okay. Because I've killed these motherfuckers. But I know that there's an option because I went back and spared the first guy. Yeah. And I'm like, 
oh, fuck's that? I need to do all these levels twice. And it's just it's... hard. And after, after you stop playing it for a bit, it's real fucking hard to go oh, back. I can imagine it is. I had a break. I played something else. I fucking suck again. It's a really difficult balancing act with those games where the point is to die a lot, mm. but to feel like you're making just that little bit of progress each time. Mm. So, again, first experience playing Hades, which I think you had as your game of the year last year. I didn't. I have still not played Hades. Yeah, my thing not. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's got the same thing where you die a lot, but your currency, most of your currency holds over. But even then, when you're going at those early levels again, and you can do them pretty easily... One hit is enough to piss you off enough to go, oh, I'm fucking done for today. Mm. I'm good. You don't get the right boons at the right time. You're like, well, I'm not going to be good enough. Like there was one boon in Hades I always needed because if I had that, I was fine. If I didn't get it in the early game, I just got right, I'm just going to kill myself because there's no point. Mm. So it's such a fine balancing act with those games that I, I don't fucking envy anyone trying to program them to give that just amount of risk and reward to keep going. So if it's got all the way to silver medal, it's probably doing a fucking good job. Mm. Right. Want to have a guess what silver medal is, Maggle? Uh, who could possibly... Well, you probably know what gold medal is. Um, yeah, because it's finally done it. Yeah, yeah. I know what, what your gold medal is. Yeah. What's your silver medal? Uh, okay, your silver medal. Oh, no. Hang on. Did it do it? Did it... Did It's Horizon silver medal. Horizon is silver medal. Oh. Once again, denied. A, a fucking... Any other year. I haven't finished it, so I haven't included it on my top five. Fair enough. It's good though. Like, yeah, it's big. Like, oh, it's Zero Dawn was not this big. Fucking huge. But at least they've opened up flying mm. that does eventually make mitigate some of that problem. But yeah, still got excellent world building. The combat has come on. It was still good in the first one, Brisbane. It's got rid of. It's kind of got rid of its biggest Achilles heel in the climbing. Mm. It's still not free climbing like wherever the world was, but there's a lot more verticality in the game. And the introduction of a gra- grappling hook really does help with that. So it's mitigated its biggest problem. You will still occasionally come up against a rock face that you can't climb, which is irritating. But it's good. It, it's it's really solid. It's got a fucking wild ending. It The, the storyline they introduced in this yeah. was not what I expected, <laughs> but it's Oh, I, I, I don't know. It's a dangerous fucking <laughs> live grenade they've given to their story. Like, it's either going to go really well or it's going to get, like, techno share levels are stupid. Oh, no. Oh, it's that share. level of, like, this this could really tank the whole fucking <laughs> thing in the sequel. But it gets wild. So um, there's that. But everything about the first game is still here, more so, and still work. It's still fun to hack pieces off the big dinosaur things. The human-to-human, human-on-human combat's got better. Do you know what has caused my biggest problem with this? Zero punctuation. Because okay. Yahtzee pointed out that Ayla is a bad character, hmm. and now I'm inclined to agree. That kind of the very flippant attitude kind of thing. Like, you are experiencing a very interesting world through its least interesting inhabitants. Hmm. And I kind of get that, that she is quite irritating and insufferable because she now knows she's the chosen one mm. and everyone has accepted that she's the chosen one. So she's got this kind of glib attitude to most things, but is then also very self-serious most of the time. Yeah. 
I don't, like I had it hadn't occurred to me until it was told to me, and now when I've gone back, so the DLC is coming this year, and I'm a bit worried that that's just gonna that little fucking seed is gonna grow more and more as I'm like, mm. oh yeah, she is quite an irritating character, isn't she? <laughs> I don't necessarily want her to succeed anymore, but yeah, it's everything about the first game refined and done better, so mm. that's that's a sign of a fucking excellent sequel. But again. It is kept off the top spot <laughs> by a fucking masterpiece <laughs> once again. Yep. I'm sorry, Aloy. You've just got to pick your release windows. This is all on Sony, by the way. Yep, yep. They put the, both of these games out in the same year. They fucking did the city bastard. So I'm, I'm hopeful that the third one comes out in a year where it's not up against competition it cannot possibly overcome. Well, sure as shit won't be up against the God of War. No, it won't be. No, it won't. So there's that out of the way. We're getting Tears of the Kingdom next year, which is the thing that kept the first one off the top spot. Mm. It will have a clear run, you'd hope, for the number three to be that game. Mm. So we shall see. But anyway, on to gold medal. Gold medal. You figured it out by now. Have I? Pokemon Legends Arceus oh, is my second fucking... favourite Pokemon game of all God. time. Wow. There you go. i got to say it. Wow. Because I know that may means you think it's better than Red. Yes. And to be fair, Red is a nostalgia choice, isn't it? Cause... And ne- I also now think it's better than Sun and Moon. Because that was my previous ah, number two. Okay, uh, it's fucking good. Isn't it? It's fucking good. The the quality of life improvements in this game. Oh yeah, just that that boundless. You know the, the the as as a test run for the open world, it works for me. Mm-hmm. I like the zones. I like that they're all different, and I like that each of them have like those little named areas. So yes. You like, oh, it's near this craggly cove or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like the, 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 the bit of the island that reaches out like a hand. Like, mm. And they just did far worse versions of that in fucking Scarlet Paldea, and Violet. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, Paldea is just like, Paldea feels like the demo version for this. Uh, but for this, yeah, it does. It's bizarre in, its, in that it's sense. so weird. It is. It looks good. Yeah, like, like don't get me wrong. It doesn't. It's not the. It's most, not Snap Two. It's not but... Snap Two. Jesus Christ! Just give it to Bandai. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was. This is the last thing that. Like this is the last thing. This is the most recent thing where it's like, oh Jesus Christ! Game Freak do have good ideas. Mm. I appreciate that everything's far snappier. There's there's less time wasting bullshit. Mm. Every time I encounter a Pokemon now, they don't have to. I don't have to have a. Ah, it's me. This thing appeared. It's just like a bam. We're fighting. Okay, let's yeah. go. Or. I have already caught them. The mm. free the free throwing is great. The free camera is great. The exploration is great. The yep. scaling is great. Like even this game figured out that it didn't it wanted to have free climbing. Yes, it, it did. did it. You've got to go into the weird fucking sneeze evolution. Oh god, it's so difficult. I just realized, like this is one of my main problems with fucking Scarlet is getting carried on to climb a fucking wall. Yep. I'm like, uh, so I can't just run up to it and he'll do it automatically. I have to kind of fly him in and smash him into it. And even then, sometimes you just go the. <sighs> Yep. Yep. Oh, fucking yep. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's true though. Like the, this is the better version of. Yeah. That. You can just go right. That's the one I want. I'm going to walk around as this, and just straight away up the wall he goes. Great. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Love it. The shinies in this game are so much fun. Yeah. The just the hearing the the, the, the little dopamine here the and yeah. just and there and you see it going. Oh. Okay. Right here we go. Like, where so why the fuck did they not do that in Scarlet and Violet? They just appear. Yeah, they don't make a noise. They don't make a noise. Do a little splashy thing. I don't know. It's absolutely ridiculous that that is how they decided to evolve the thing. But you're talking about evolving. This is the true evolution of the franchise. But it is. It feels like Pokemon's grown up. It feels like Pokemon has decided to do something that it was out of its comfort zone and do it well. Yeah. 
Like, we've never had this before. The side missions, for the most part, are fun to do. There's fucking lot of them. And genuinely rewarding. Like, there's, then they're all little quirky. Well, some of them are pretty basic, fetch this, bring it back. Some of them are quite quirky and, and have fun little stories attached to them. So, it felt like it was just going out of way. It's like, right, they got a big board of, like, Pokemon game tropes. Said, which of these do we want to have a riff on? And which of these do we want to do the complete opposite of just to see if it will work? Mm. And I feel like it's, it's, it's got that boundless energy of, like, let's just try something. It doesn't work. It's in a spin-off game. It doesn't matter. And, like, the shackles of the main gen ones that has to appease and has to do things, like, from formula. Maybe it's time that they just... Maybe Gen 10, they don't do a sequel to this necessarily. They just make the 10th Gen 1 closer to this. Yeah. Maybe that's the way to fucking go. I'll be okay with If that. it gets the creative juices going to avoid burnout, fucking do it. Because if Gen 10's as... For, at least for the Pokemon franchise, as mediocre as Gen 9 is, that's not great. I dare say, do we need another reboot? Do we need another Gen 5? I would, all, I welcome that every Gen, so yeah, why not? <laughs> Fucking love Gen 5. I, I think I think that's what we need. I think, I, I, ultimately our idea of doing the original Dragon Unova thing, I yes. think is the most likely if the Legends subcategory is going to continue. So I've just realised that Scarlet is the first mediocre odd-numbered one. Yeah, it's weird, right? One's good, three's good, five's good, seven's good. So, huh. So technically, um, technically that makes Arceus the odd-numbered one. Technically. So it does. Technically, Gen 9 is now an even-numbered Pokemon game. <laughs> if they're counting Arceus as a mainland one, then yeah. Then yeah, it does. Then all good, Gen 10 will be fine. Gen 10 will be absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to be honest with you, though, like I, I, I just want more of this. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad if... I'm never going to not do this because of the absolute fucking buying, complete illusionist arsehole I am because we've caught them all again. So, like... Uh, Nearly. Nearly. I mean, I'm not counting. Like, we've got a trade box legendaries. That we have, but other than that... Between us, we've caught everything. Yes. So, who cares? Uh. Like, we can do it. It's not a problem. This, This one feels special. It feels like something they actually truly went, okay, this is a totally new experience yes and like like you said i love the story i love the setting i love the time period mm-hmm. i love the variations it brought i like the idea that it, you know all the ever all the new evolutions are, ba- are basically extinct now yeah that's really cool so it's almost as if they had a f- game coming up with past and future things that they could have fucking capitalized uh-huh. that on huh who would have thought it apparently not jesus i know i know i know these people man yeah game freak need to not make it they just need to hand over all the design notes of this game to another company and go make this game good. Do this. Because that's like an 11 out of 10 game if they yeah. do that. I would imagine so. But yeah, I, I spent so much time on this game. Hours. <laughs> like, oh. I, I looked at my gameplay and st- like over, oh, like, I spent as many hours in this as I did in Breath of the Wild, which is Jesus. Man. Yep. Yep. I don't think I was that, well, this thing, because it's, the game incentivizes you to catch them all. Like, obviously, I've not done that in Scarlet because I don't need another Psyduck, so I haven't bothered. Mm. Whereas in this one, no, that's like the point yes. to do that. So I did. Um, so there we go. Right. Speaking of masterpieces. Yep. The fucking God of War Ragnarok is unbelievably good. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I knew I was going to like it. I wasn't going to yeah. dislike it. You're predisposed. It's one of your favorite franchises. It's 
so, the story is so fucking good. <laughs> so good. Like, it maintains a, the highest level of quality with only one slight dip mm. at the end, just before it then goes back up and he's good again. Like, there is a there is a moment where the very, very slow plotting needs to instantly speed up in order to basically get you to a Thor fight. Mm. And they do that. And that's the only bit of the entire game where I was like, oh, I didn't like that. Everything else is excellent. Mm. So the story, I'm very glad they didn't stretch it out to do two and three because it doesn't feel like it's a very long game. Don't get me wrong. It's like, uh, it took me, I've planned to be doing it. It took me 45 hours to do. Damn. And mo- uh, the, I didn't start proper platinum hunting until about 35, 37 hours once the story was done. Mm. And I didn't really fuck around with the side content all that much up until that point. So every character gets a moment to shine. Like, that's why they've gone in and get proper actors to do this. Because uh, a lot of this, I imagine, was motion captured. Mm. Um, it, Like... You you get to play as Atreus in this one, okay, for like a, a not insubstantial amount of time, and it doesn't feel like a burden, which I feel like is the biggest praise I can give this game. When you're taking away Kratos and giving me someone else, it doesn't have the Spider-Man problem. No, it's no. not like you're playing as Mary Jane. Like Atreus plays completely differently. Well, still within the same game engine, plays completely differently. He's got a bow and arrow, so he's much more um, uh, range focused than Kratos is. Um, it every like. They take all the characters on interesting new journeys with everybody. The gameplay is still fucking, like, crisp as fuck. It, ta- <laughs> it takes you, like, an hour or so to get back into the rhythm of things. Mm. But once you do and you realise which weapon works guess best against which type of enemy, it's so satisfying. They add a third weapon to the game that was hard because it feels like the, the axe and the blade have such a nice balance anyway. But... In what is a break from all God of War tradition, they added a new weapon, and I quite liked it and used it a lot, which <laughs> so is mad. It wasn't like the big sword from the previous game. No, no, no. It's not like cause God of War 3, as much as I, it's one of my favourite games of all time, other than the Nemean Chestuses, which are the big boxing gloves. Yeah. The other two ones they add are like, this is just the fucking Blades of Klaus, but like they do ghost stuff and electric stuff. I don't want to use these fucking things. I use them for whatever they are needed for a puzzle and I put them away and don't use them again. You are switching between all three because all three have different things that they're good at. So what is the, is the third one a spoiler? Um, Kind of. Okay. It's not what you're thinking it is. No, it's not. It's not what you're thinking it it's is. It's not that. Okay. No, it isn't that. It's something else. So do you intend to play it? Maybe, maybe. Did I mean, you play the first one? I did. Okay, good. And, and, and don't I? I think they're fantastic quality games. I just, I just don't gel with them. Like they're not your cup of tea. It's not a, it's not a problem with the game. It's a problem with me, and I recognise that. Fair enough. I yeah, it's it's everything I could want it. I my love of God of War three is incredibly fucking strong. Listen, I don't think the story is as laser focused as the first one is. Mm. Because it's much more expansive than the first one was. That was basically a Lord of the Rings plot of, like, we are at the bottom, we need to take the fucking ashes to the top. Yep. And then, like... Ah, because that story structure was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Like, Boulder turns up and he's basically the only one other than Thor's shit kids that you have to deal with. (laughs) But this one is, like, Thor's there, Odin's there, Heimdall's there. Fucking da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You meet... You go through the whole... Fucking tears there. You go through the whole pantheon of the Norse mythology. Um... And it's, yeah, so it's maybe a little looser and a bit less focused, but it feels 
grander than mm. the first fucking film. But um, also, they got um, Karen Page from Daredevil in to play uh, Kratos' dead wife in some oh. flashback sequences, as in uh, from Sparta. No, no, no. Um, the the uh, Atreus's mom. Atreus's mom. Okay. Yeah, so Faye, uh, Lo Faye, is played by Deborah Ann Walsh no from way. fucking Daredevil. And I was like, hey. And Doc McStuffins is in it. As and well. Doc McStuffins is in it. Uh, they've got Eddie Carr from Jurassic World, the Lost from Lost World Jurassic Park to be Odin. Yep. Fucking uh, Opie from uh, Sons uh, of Anarchy yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, Thor. Yep. Um, are fucking they got um so Freya. Freya's brother, who's also called Freya, but spelt slightly differently, so I can never tell who we were fucking talking about. He's um, the Bell Enfermagent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, what's his name? Oh, um, Tall, the, handsome. Yeah, the handsome guy, the guy was the, is the plant and just like turned yes, the first. Yeah, yeah. Him. Grant? Grant, yeah, yeah. He turns up as Freya's brother, Freya. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, I wonder why I thought you were a smarmy prick. That's now I remember. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the combat super, it just, it's its firing on all sense. It is a masterpiece of a game. Nice. Like I said, I love God of War 3. They are completely different beasts, mm. in all fairness. So trying to pick between them is actually quite pointless. It's like picking between fucking tetris and fucking doom like they are different <laughs> games now but it's very satisfying the story is capped off very nicely it leaves the door open for a a sequel somewhere else they never they haven't given an indication no they they the, the director of the game went on an igm podcast and said there are hints as to where we think we're gonna go next mm. god i hope it's egypt yeah surely right please make it egypt I want to go fight Ra. Do that. <laughs> like, if you really want to be bold, do Christianity. And then we're fucking talking. <laughs> That's the one we all want. But yeah, it's like, my, my only problems are it doesn't link back to Greece as much. Mm. And there's one story beat I don't really like. That's it. Like, it is fucking perfection. Like, it is a Ty Dillinger like you wouldn't believe. And keeps Horizon's streak of being a bridesmaid. <laughs> Going for a new year. <laughs> Happy fucking days. <laughs> Whew. Well, that was still an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be shorter than that. Excellent. Well, there you go. Uh, before we leave, I'd like to thank my <laughs> Orthodox Reformed Rabbi Bill Clinton. <laughs> uh, oh. Pardon? If you don't... <laughs> If you didn't watch the Game Awards, no. <laughs> oh, okay, so like it was a fairly standard evening, and the things that you think think would win won. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Christopher Judge won for Kratos. Yes, he did. Um, Elden Ring won Best Game. Bastard. But some kid just like followed the creative team of Elden Ring onto the stage, and after their acceptance speech, started another one. <laughs> And he ends it by saying he wants to thank his his reformed orthodox rabbi Bill Clinton, and just like and no one stopped him. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever it's seen. It's been a year for that. It's been a hell of a year. Did you see Salt Bay at the fucking World Cup final? The fuck was going on there? So he just managed to fucking like this is what happens when a meme wishes to be a real boy and we let it get out of fucking control <laughs> so he managed to blag his way onto the pitch right and wouldn't stop pestering Messi for selfies jesus christ like he gets one with him and then like five minutes later this footage like and Messi's like fuck off <laughs> it's the best day of my life fucking go salt something off your fucking belly wasn't it his last game as well or something yeah, like that yeah mate well it was he's, he's now decided he's not retiring so ah. yeah. i ain't fucking leaving i ain't fucking leaving so like <laughs> He just keeps getting hold of the World Cup and like going fucking 
this with it. And now he's been banned from all future football events. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Excellent. Fuck you. Fuck him. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, didn't think we'd be talking the... Finishing the game podcast, talking about Salt Bay, but there we are. There you go. Um, yeah, I it it was a good year, solid year. I think next year will be better. Yeah, yeah, it's solid is the word because I just like some good games came in yeah. this year, and just a lot of stuff I had zero fucking interest in. No. So like next year though, like I mean Hogwarts out the fucking gate. Go listen to the bloodbath that is the fucking draft one because yep. we both wanted video games as the first category because it's where all the gems are yep so tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom hogwarts tekken um, 8 tekken 8 uh suicide squad kill the justice league spider-man uh, 2 spider-man 2 jedi survivor oh jedi survivor fucking on and on and on and on yeah like so much goodness is coming in the next i'm month. worried about my wallet next year i really am you should be oh my god it really should be um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a hell of a... Oh, I meant to mention, mm. I haven't played Marvel Snap yet, and everyone's saying it's the best mobile game, like, ever. Surely fucking not, right? Oh, but I mean, like, normal people are saying it's good. What? Not it's like just Snap, isn't it? No, is no, that... it isn't like... Okay, Marvel say... Snap isn't just Surely it's snap. just Snap! <laughs> best game ever. I put two pictures together. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's snappers in fucking oh, Thanos. He snapped. Snap, he snap. Not yeah, 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 okay. Thing, thing, snap. <laughs> He's Ray! gonna say a piece of piss. You know what I mean? It's fucking easy game ever. <laughs> 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 oh god. Oh mercy. Okay, no, uh, it's an uh, actual like uh, a a fun competitive card battler game apparently okay. and like it's good so i've got i've had it downloaded for a while but i haven't dived in yet so who knows that might be game in here because i need a mobile game because fuck am i playing pokemon go anymore you, you're done oh god no i can't they, they are literally drip free and it's so the long gouging and, like, is and everything is 400 candies to fucking evolve yeah. it so Oh, and buy twelve, paid nine pounds to go and catch this dealing. I'm like, oh, like that. other than the need to get single coin for met like a uh, gimme ghoul. Yeah, we need. I'm that. Like, I have no need for that game. So unless it ha- forces my hand to do that, if they would allowed us to have brought armored Mewtwo into the main games, I would have. Then gone you are in. forgiven for all sins yeah. for achieving a dream from the '90s that I wanted. Yeah. So there we are. But that was video gaming in 2022. It certainly was. But what if Michael? What if people want to hear our opinions about film in 2022? Where they, could they do that? Well, they could go and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mike Owen and you on Twitter and Instagram at the Guttridge. They could follow the site on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook with the username FowlyNT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. They could go and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and other places you can pick up an RSS feed under the username FowlyNT or FowlyNT Podcast, depending on the service you're using. Or they could go to FowlyNTainment.com for more stuff like this, including all of the year-end written articles. If they wanted to. If they wanted to. Yes, we will be having all of our... It's, it's year-end stuff. It's the best time of the year. It is. Uh, we will have... Over there right now, we have the draft. The 2022... 20, sorry, 2023 draft is live now. Uh, the best of films will be live as well. And we are going to be recording our best of everything else where we cover TV, music... Do you like Bo Burnham? No, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. There you go. Uh, so, wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wrestling's going to happen. I like a wrestler now. You like Kenny? I like Zack Sabre Jr. Oh! <laughs> Rishi! <laughs> Pain is your dick! <laughs> the I... bit that got... Uh, this is such a fucking left turn. Like, yeah, yeah. A bit of a preview for the... for the, the, the Is reading the list of his finishing moves oh. is incredible. Oh, um... um 
hurrah, another year over. Um, yeah. Sure, it must be better than the last inexorable march of um, progress or leads to happiness. Yeah. Which I have seen Excalibur try and do when he sees, <laughs> he goes, all right, here we go. <laughs> he has to rapidly say it because like, he could tap it any second. He's got to get through this fucking thing. Yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. is a fucking, <laughs> I have I ever shown you Boris Johnson cost me the G1? I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> I went out of my way to find out. Boris Johnson is <laughs> a prime minister, not of a joke country, but of a real country. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a move called the Tesco Meal Deal. <laughs> Fucking hero. I love that man so fucking much. You can buy a t-shirt and it is a genuine thing he said in a fucking post- in a promo. Yeah, it, yeah. It was a post-match. Or- yeah, he was a yeah. post-match one. Yeah, yeah. A fight with my brain. And an underlying <laughs> hatred of the, of the British, British Conservative Party. Party. He's the hero that we all needed. I love him. <laughs> I am desperate for him to come to an American fucking wrestling channel. <laughs> like, he did wrestle an AEW match last year. Yeah. It was meant to be against Brian Danielson. Oh, and I cannot good. tell you how fucking good it was. But DB got fucking injured before before Forbidden Door, so he had to wrestle. I mean, he was oh, a good no. fucking... He wrestled Claudio Castagnoli, which was like the second best option it could have been. <laughs> but this, we've got Forbidden Door is going to be in May, June time again. Yeah, yeah. Please, God. Before DB retires again, give me Zack Sabre Jr. versus DB because that is going to be the best fucking match possible. <laughs> so it's just South Mims service, yeah. the Sunday Rail Engineering Works replacement bus service, the You Can't Play Conkers in England, Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> He's got one that's just called the Young Boy Killer, which sounds bad, but like in wrestling terms, makes a lot of sense. I love this man. <laughs> I, he is, I'm surprised Kenny didn't get you on board. He came out as fucking Sephiroth. Like, don't get me wrong. It's incredible. The king of the weebs. Yeah, <laughs> I get what he's doing, but Zack Sabre Jr. has my heart. If ever there was a year for me to get you into wrestling, that's <laughs> this fucking year. Listen, we, we need <gasps> to record that's that podcast. Wrestle Kingdom. That's the biggest wrestling event in Japan. I cannot tell you how mad the first week of 2023 has been for wrestling. We need I I we need time. I yeah. might take half an hour to tell you everything that happened yesterday Jesus in Christ. wrestling. Wrestling had its own January six coup yesterday. Oh my god! Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Look for it's been a mad fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare your fucking self for that one. Can you cover that in the twenty twenty two roundup? Or have I got to wait twelve months? No, because it is no. I'm gonna have to because it is relevant to the twenty twenty two stuff. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna have to. It's it's gonna. If you've got no music, good. I will take that time <laughs> to explain everything mad that happened in fucking wrestling this year. <laughs> oh, it's been it's it's oh wrestling's back, mate. I was really sad about wrestling at the end of 2021. Oh, I'm back, <laughs> not for good reasons, but I'm back into it this year. So there we are. Happy days. I hope you enjoyed video games. Do stick around for the best of everything else in 2022 as well. And we will see you all very soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.